Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. Yes, it is. Greeny presented by Progressive Insurance. Guests on the Goodyear Hotline coming up Monday Night Mayhem. World Series resumes. An NBA player calls out his most famous teammates. And everybody is airing grievances today, including you. Here we go. Here we go. Only one place to start. Uh, the one place to start has become a tradition unlike any other, as my uh, my my buddies from Get Up are good enough to stick around. Jeff Saturday and Dominique Foxworth are here for the Straight Talk, brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. No contract, no compromise. And obviously, we start with the Monday night game last night, and I was the only one on Get Up yesterday who picked the Giants to win. And I will admit, I did it half because I just wanted to go <laughs> oppo on, on Orlovsky and Rex and, and those guys, but also because... I, th- I think that the problems with Kansas City are real, and the mm-hmm. Giants play tough. And you know what? They had a bunch of opportunities to win that game last night. Let's look at it from both sides. Yes. The issues that we see with the Chiefs on offense right now, <clears throat> Dominique, are they going to be resolved? I keep thinking that they are, but I think uh, we're close to the midway point of the season right now, and I kind of feel like the answer is probably no. I mean, the, the personnel is still there. The tips that turn into interceptions, the fumbles, like I keep assuming that eventually that that'll regress back to the mean and they, they won't turn it over as much as they have recently. They may not get back to how safe they were with the ball in the past, but it won't be as bad, but it just keeps happening. And then on top of it, Andy Reid is not going to suddenly become a smash mouth football coach. And that's another big problem is. The run is there, and they don't want to take it. Yeah. Let's explain that in in some specificity. You guys did a great job of it on TV today. Defenses, Jeff, are begging the Chiefs to do the small stuff. Yes. If you will, to run the ball and check it down, and for whatever reason, they just won't do it. Yeah, no, they are being stubborn. And listen, when you think about high-powered offenses and what you're trying to get accomplished, most of that requires some type of man coverage on the back end, right? So that people aren't in zone kind of playing an umbrella behind you. Right now, they're playing a lot of two-high safety. Last night, the Giants literally rushed three and would drop eight players into coverage. That's that's tough sledding for any quarterback, any receiver to get open what do you do you turn around and hand the ball to the guy behind and he goes and runs you let the offensive line beat up and fatigue those those defensive linemen the problem for Andy Reid and Eric the is they they are stuck on stubborn they want to continue to force the plays because of how good Mahomes has been how good the receivers can be all of those things are true but the bottom line is the defenses get paid a lot of money to slow you down. They don't have to stop you. And the Giants showed that again last night. And, and the blueprint is there that every defense is copying it. I said it last week. 80% of these, of these defenses are playing some kind of too high safety. They are forcing you to run the football and play check down, and they will not do it. And I'm telling you, this is where turnovers come because everything's contested. Everything's tight. You saw it last night on the first interception of the end zone. There are literally yeah. three receivers in one area, and it hits off one because the other one's hand goes up. Like It's just not, it's not gelled. It's not put together very well, and they're paying the price because of it. you got to make them defend the whole field. And I actually yes. heard um, Trent Dilfer say this on Ryan Rosillo's podcast, and it was the idea, you say you, you um, have to – force people to cover the entire field. And so you think about, all right, well, let's attack the wide parts and attack the deep parts, and that'll force them to cover the entire field. Yeah, or that just forces them to, to cover the wide parts and the deep parts. That's right. That's part of the reason why they need to run the ball. Yes. And that's part of the reason why they need to bring back their screen game is because that forces them to cover that too. That's right. And that's right. the point. Everything has a, a like – 
a counter to it. That's right. So, like, the counter to the running game is play action pass, and the counter to the deep ball is then you run the ball. Like, that's, right. that's football. That's as simple as football is. You go back to when football was created. That was the basics of football, and now we've gotten to the point, at least in, in, um, in Kansas City, where it feels like they're taking some of the short passes because they have to, but they're not going out there with the intention of pushing people around. And I think that helps. In the, in the analytics age, we move away from that, but I think um, we have to appreciate that guys like Jeff like to push people around. It makes Listen, everybody better. It, may, it makes the entire team better, and it complements not only your defense and keeping them off the field, your offense is better because you take what is given and it's complimentary football. Uh, they're telling me to check Shefty's Twitter, so we Uh-oh. have news. I'm Greeny, presented by Progressive Insurance. Progressive Insurance is proud to support veterans with its annual Keys to Progress vehicle giveaway program, now celebrating nine years of donating vehicles, helping veterans in need, Learn more at keystoprogress.com. Nuno, I can't make out what you're saying, so, so just turn uh, the mic on and yep. say it. Uh, Diana Rossini is reporting the Steelers have traded Melvin Ingram to the Kansas City Chiefs. Okay, Diana, let me go back to that. So Diana Rossini is reporting. I'm getting her Twitter open here. Stand by, everybody. Here we go. The Pittsburgh Steelers have traded Melvin Ingram to the Kansas City Chiefs. Wow. Per source. That's from Dye. Uh, That's big time. Yeah. So, so they're looking for pass rushers, yeah. right? I mean, we, we said it uh, We said it earlier today. Like, they're, that, that's, that's a position of need for them. You saw Frank Clark. You're seeing um, uh, Jones, uh, who's Chris playing. Jones, Chris yeah. Jones, who just came off an of injury, playing better. Hmm. So they're trying to, to put the addition. Very similar, y'all, to what the Rams just did of bringing in Von Miller. Bringing a guy who his best is probably gone, but he's still got enough juice yeah. to make some plays. But the Rams have the most efficient offense in the league. No so doubt. they're going to get no up, doubt. but with a lead, and that gives an opportunity for Vaughn Miller. So I, I'm not saying it's a bad trade, obviously, but uh, it doesn't seem to solve the issues that they're having on their defense. I think that uh, pass rush is never a problem, but the issues that they're having on defense, and, and granted, their defense played well recently. I, yeah, it'd last be nice for them. Yeah. Last six quarters they played well. It'd, it'd be nice for it, them to get some uh, more help in the secondary and, because I think that's the that's part of the issue that they're having. And Ingram was not happy in Pittsburgh. Like yeah. his role, what was happening, you know, with with, with Wide. I mean, he just he was not getting the burn that he wanted. So he wants an opportunity to show that he can still still make some plays in the game. All right, so so that's the first deal that we've had as we come on the air on this program. Again, 4 o'clock Eastern time this afternoon is the trade deadline. We will keep you posted on any other wheeling and dealing that winds up getting done. In the meantime, with uh, Dominique and Jeff here, and Straight Talk Wireless has rolled out 5G coverage nationwide. You can get a Samsung Galaxy A32 5G for only $299. No contract, all on America's best networks. Straight Talk Wireless, 5G-capable device required. Actual availability coverage and speed may vary. Uh, Jeff, this was a year in which the New York Giants were in win-now mode. Their general manager, who I I believe is very much on the hot seat, put all the pieces in place that he could around Daniel Jones to prove that Jones was the right pick where they took him a couple of years ago and that this was a team that was ready to go. And here they are now after that loss last night, sitting hopelessly out of it at 2-6. and Yeah. In your view, what can they evaluate Daniel Jones? What, what would you say if, 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 if someone said the evaluation of Daniel Jones can be made? Yeah, right it would be now? a disservice to, to, to try to try to value Daniel Jones right now, evaluate him at all. I mean, the reality is his receiving core has been banged up all season. They're not even practicing together, so you can't get any type of chemistry. Their offensive line uh, has, has been a work in progress, and I'm putting that in quotations because it's <laughs> that bad. And then, you know, try, guys are trying to get healthy on the O line as well. Saquon Barkley's not playing. He's, ba- I mean, 
it, it just the list goes on and on. So to lay everything at the feet of Daniel Jones, I think would be a disservice not only to Daniel Jones but to the organization as a whole. The, the one thing that you have to look at is in, in football. The, the other 10 guys matter. I know all yeah. we like to talk about is quarterbacks, but the other 10 guys do matter. Daniel Jones, his turnovers, they, they crush me, and I could not be more frustrated <laughs> with a guy who does it. But at the end of the day, you cannot evaluate him on based on what they put out this season. First of all, I'm going to start using work in progress. I like that. That's you like, like that? That's a euphemism yeah, for, yeah. for stinks. <laughs> for awful. Yes. <laughs> but um, I do think that – I understand your point, but Daniel Jones is uh, in that really horrible position, or the people who have to evaluate him – Daniel Jones has done enough that you're, you're like, I can see this. If we can get this around and we can fix that, people can stay healthy, we can protect him, he could be one of the best. But he also has done enough bad stuff where you're like, yeah. man, this guy could tank us. It's a tough spot to be in when you're evaluating a player like that who feels like he's in the middle of the road and you haven't had success. So I think that the Giants could be in a really awful situation where Daniel Jones could go somewhere else and have success. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that you should hold on to him. Like, I don't know that he's going to have success now. It feels like it's time for a complete rebuild, which I know is a scary thing to hear because they're in a situation where Joe Judge is not going to get a fair shake as far as right. evaluating him as a coach because he came into a ship that was kind of sinking and Gettleman has not made all the decisions. They've been unlucky. He hasn't made all the right decisions. They've been unlucky as far as injuries are concerned, and their O-line has been pretty bad. So yeah. this feels like a time for kind of an institutional reset. I am getting a note that says that first take needs Jeff, AS. So, Jeff, you go so I don't get yelled at. I'll keep chatting with Dominique for a moment here. Jeff Saturday, thank you. You're the absolute best. Meantime, uh, Dominique, let's make this straight talk brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Straight Talk Wireless, no contract, no compromise. You just mentioned the coach. Like, do you believe that the New York Giants, uh, let's say that, and look, there's still half a season to be played. So a lot of things are going to happen. But if you're a fan, are you thinking today, blow the whole thing up? I need a new GM let the, or a new president. I need someone running the whole thing. Yeah. Maybe someone like Lewis Riddick. And, <laughs> I, and then let him pick a coach. Yeah. And then let him decide on the quarterback. And we are just starting from scratch because this is not yeah. good and it doesn't have any real obvious path to getting better. I want to be fair to, to these guys. So Joe Judge was somebody who came out of nowhere to get this job. Like it was mm-hmm. a surprise hire. So... I have some confirmation bias when it comes to him. Like, I expected him to not be successful, and then it's, he's also, like, fulfilling that. And so, to be fair to him, I don't think that he has gotten a decent shot. But that doesn't – I mean, life's not fair. So, I think what's happened to Daniel Jones hasn't been fair. What's happened to Joe Judge is not fair. The only person I think you can fairly evaluate in this is Gettleman. And I think that the, if I'm a Giants fan and I want to win Super Bowls, yeah, it's time to restart. You have found a quarterback that's okay, not a quarterback that's like a franchise changer where he can erase all the issues that you have. You have a quarterback that's all right. So, I think it's time to reset, start over, find a GM, have that GM find the coach, and move from there. Right. It, it couldn't look worse from the uh, from from where we sit right now as far as where they're concerned super quickly one more mm-hmm. um trade deadline day today we had a, a pretty good debate and discussion on yeah. tv this morning about odell beckham jr yeah. it is the belief of many of us but not you yeah. that the browns should trade him away your thoughts yeah i mean trade him if you can get something but what we're talking about is a third round pick the the browns want to win now 
And so I don't think there's anything out there. Honestly, what they need is a get healthy pill. If they could trade Odell Beckham for something that could make their whole roster healthy again, then it'd be worth it. But I don't see the point in trading Odell Beckham now when you have a problem making big plays. He's a guy who can make big, big plays and you, he's not going to, you're not going to get like a, a starting level tackle for him or a starting level guard. Your defense is not going to gel. Like it just seems like a panic move. You're, you're just doing something for the sake of doing it and it's not making your team any better. Awesome day as always. Always, Dominique. Thank you. We'll see oh, yeah, you tomorrow. No problem, Neek back in better than ever tomorrow on Get Up, uh, as usual, Tuesdays and Wednesdays. Coming up next are my takes, which will include a statement from a coach that sounds exactly like something I would say, except in his case, it might mean he's going to get fired. You'll hear it next. This is Greeny on ESPN Radio. Greeny, the podcast. It's demon time on Prize Picks, where you can now win up to 100 times your money. That's right, 100 times your money. With as little as four correct picks, you can turn $10 into $1,000. Demons and goblins are the newest and most exciting way to play at Prize Picks. Squares marked with red demons or green goblins get you different payouts. And as always, Prize Picks is really simple to play. You can make your picks and submit your entry in less than 60 seconds. They even offer injury insurance so that your entries stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. Quick withdrawals, easy gameplay, and an enormous selection of players and stat types are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Go to PrizePicks.com/Greenberg and use code Greenberg for a first deposit match up to one hundred dollars. That's PrizePicks.com/Greenberg, code Greenberg for a first deposit match up to one hundred dollars. Prize Picks, pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more, whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride ride every time or your money back because with ebay motors you're burning rubber not cash with all the parts you need at the prices you want it's easy to turn your car into the mvp and bring home that win keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com eligible items only exclusions apply greenies takes all right, time for my takes as uh, this NFL weekend is now officially in the books. And Hembo, whose primary job is being a content producer, well, at this point it is just one of his jobs, uh, is being a content producer for Get Up, has a variety of questions that you have been asking our analysts for Get Up, and I will now give you the answers. They will result in the last one being the thing the coach said that I couldn't believe. But go ahead, what is the first question? Greeny, the Rams are 7-1. and one. Matthew Stafford is an MVP frontrunner. They have Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey, and now Von Miller. Are they the team to beat in the NFC? I think it's very hard to say no to that. Like, if you're asking me right now, well, yes, I think the answer is yes, they are the team to beat. They are, they are susceptible to injury, though, because they depend so much. And they're going to be so bad in five years. But I love that they don't care. <laughs> I love that they're just going for it. But it's so hard for me to say that Brady is not the guy to mm. beat and that the Buccaneers are not the team to beat. And let's see if they do anything today, trade deadline-wise. 
But there's just no way to say no. And when they played each other, that was a that was a, a one-sided game. The Rams were definitively the better team. So I think the Cowboys are really good. The Bucks are obviously really good. The Packers have Aaron Rodgers, which means they're dangerous. Uh, the Cardinals are really good. But right now, I would say, yes, the Rams are the team to beat. What's next? The Browns are 4-4, four and four, Greeny. They're in fourth place in the AFC North. Is it too soon to say that the Cleveland Browns are in trouble? No, it's not by any means too soon to say that, and I will tell you why. I'll tell you exactly where their trouble started. Their trouble started week two against the Houston Texans when Baker Mayfield made an unforgivable mistake. I've been saying this on the radio for years. I can say it the joking around way, or I can say it the serious way. Did you see Tom Brady throw a pick this Sunday in their game against New Orleans? Mm-hmm. Did you see what he did? Mm-hmm. He stood still and put his hands in the air like, like he was at gunpoint. The last thing he was going to do was try and hit anybody. Tom Brady is not a football player. He's a quarterback, and those are much more important. Baker Mayfield didn't learn that lesson. He threw a pick, and he went and tried to make a tackle. He got blown up on the play. He got obliterated, and he tore his labrum in his left shoulder, and their season was never going to be the same again. That's an injury that isn't going to heal till he has surgery on it. And so he's not going to be okay, and they're not going to be okay. And so, no, they are yes, they're in trouble, serious trouble, because their quarterback made an unforgivable mistake. These quarterbacks think they need to show everyone how tough they are. No, they don't. They need to show everyone how smart they are. Now, I'm so smart, I've told you a million times. There should be a helicopter hovering right above the playing field. And if there is a change of possession, a rope ladder should fall from that helicopter and the quarterback should grab onto it and be whisked away to safety. Like Tom Cruise in Mission Impossible. And Baker Mayfield needed to be there. He needed not to be trying to make a tackle in a meaningless spot in a week two game. Instead, of, And now it has ruined their season. So I could not be more serious when I say that. And to me, that's the primary reason why they're in trouble. Now, give me one more before I get to the Joe Judge thing. Do you believe that it is a coincidence, Greeny, that Justin Fields played his best game the week that his head coach, Matt Nagy, was coaching from home? Let let me uh, give you a blanket answer to that question and any of its kind. I do not believe in coincidences. I don't think that they exist. Like, I don't understand how people believe that everything that happens for a reason also believe in coincidences. So if you believe in a coincidence, then what you're telling me is that happened for no reason, right? Everything happens for a reason except this. I believe everything happens for a reason, but not Justin Fields playing great in the absence of Matt Nagy. That happened for no reason. That was just a coincidence. Baloney, what are you talking about? Of course it's not a coincidence. Of course Matt Nagy has been part of the problem. That's and it, it's in it, 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 it's what I'm looking for. It's inescapable. Right. It is an inescapable truth. And I don't understand how anyone doesn't see it that way. Do you? Do you I, think it was a coincidence? I don't. I agree with you on this one. Then, Bubba, was it a coincidence that Justin Fields played his best game the week the coach isn't there? No. Of course not. Because coincidences don't exist. There is no such thing 
as a coincidence. Like in, in, in on Seinfeld, because everything in life can come back to Seinfeld, they have a debate over whether there are big coincidences and small coincidences or just coincidences. I would add to that, I don't believe there are any None. coincidences. That's correct. I don't believe in them as a concept. All right. There's one more, and I'll just take this one myself. So, Bob, I'll lose the music here. Joe Judge said something last night that just makes no sense. And immediately, Hembo said to me, this sounds exactly like something you would say, Greeny, and that's probably true. So they lose this heartbreaking game last night in Kansas City. And after the game, he's talking about this timeout they called in the first half, which if you're watching the game, it came about because of obvious miscommunication. It was just a ridiculous spot to be taking a timeout. And he started to explain that his headsets weren't working. There was a problem with the headsets. And then inexplicably suggests this happens to them in every game. Just listen to this. The headsets are going out. No, we're having headset issues. This happened in every game so far. So we deal with the league, and they keep telling us there's different software updates or whatever it is. But we had to call two timeouts today because we're trying to send the deals in personnel-wise, and you got half the headsets aren't getting a reception. So that, that's the issue right there. So we're trying to make sure we're in the right call. There were some other times we just didn't like the look. We want to make sure we settled down on. But the other one's talking about with the substitution deals right there. Yeah, it's breakdowns, and we have to make sure the hardware is working. So whatever the issue with that is, you know, people involved with that better get it fixed fast. So... <laughs> That sounds like something I would say. The thing wasn't in the thing, and I couldn't get it to work. And so, the, like, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> They've played eight games this year in five different stadiums. You're telling me that the communication and the headsets has not worked in every one of them? This reminds me of when Dave Gettleman said that they were going to be a much more efficient front office because they, quote, got computers. Like, the Giants have got to be the most technologically challenged franchise in all of sports, (laughs) if the GM is excited about the acquisition of computers and the the, the coach is saying, well, someone's got to get this thing figured out quick. The headsets are not working in every single game, and we use two timeouts in a game that we lost by a field goal. We lost. If you lose a game by a field goal, you lost by one play. Any one play, any one moment, any one decision can turn that game around. So with that in mind, I will give the floor to our friend, Hashtag Nuno, who is a giant fan, and and, and I mean that both literally and figuratively, he is a giant fan of the Giants, (laughs) and uh, I know is hurting today. Nuno, I will give you the floor on that subject and anything else you feel like saying. You know what's so disheartening about yesterday? I've come to the realization, and you know, everyone listening to the show knows that I'm an even kill guy. I don't overreact to things. Mm-hmm. So when I say that everyone needs to be fired and yesterday's <laughs> game kind of proves why, it's because this whole this franchise is a disaster, right? It's Joe Judge and these guy and the timeouts. And if this has been going on for eight games, why is this the first time we're hearing about this, Judge? <laughs> like, what is going on? It's the bad play calling from Jason Garrett. It's being promised hog mollies and it's from Dave Gettleman, and he's given us the three little pigs, Miss Piggy and Porky the pig, on the offensive line. Oh, and then it's John Mara so concerned about um, taunting calls that what happens in that game? Your team is screwed because of a taunting uh, call late in that game. It's just a dysfunction. I believe that... You can't just fire Dave Gettleman at this point. You have to clean house, allow the GM, someone like Lewis Riddick, someone, whoever else gets the job, to come in and decide on um, 
on Joe Judge and then bring in competition for Daniel Jones and go from there. Uh, look, I, I, I actually agree. I, I don't know. The Daniel Jones of it all is the part of it I really don't know because Jeff Saturday, I thought, made a good point. Like, I think it would be unreasonable to judge him at this point based on what we've seen. But that doesn't mean that moving on from him isn't the best move you can make. But we got half a season to figure that out. The rest of it, I would just say, is if I'm John Mara, and again, I want to make it clear, I don't fire people sitting here. I don't like that. I wouldn't want people doing it to me, and I don't do it. But if I were evaluating my organization right now, I do think I would say, I would ask myself the following question. I wouldn't fire anybody during the season. But I would ask myself the following question. Do I believe I have the right people in the most important places that I'm going to win a championship with? That's the only objective. And John Marin knows that. He's won championships. So do I have the people in place? When we win the Super Bowl next, is Joe Judge going to be my coach? Is Dave Gettleman going to be my general manager? And if the answer comes back to that no, then you probably do need to make that change, even Mm. if it doesn't seem fair. Even if you are evaluating Joe Judge probably too quickly, And even if it means moving on from Daniel Jones, which it's probably premature to do, I think if I were sitting in his seat, that's what I would right now be leaning toward doing. We have a half a season left to figure it out. I agree. I think anytime you evaluate an NFL organization, you do so with the three pillars. It's the GM, the head coach, and the quarterback. Greeny, if you were to power rank those three people for each organization right now, where would the Giants be? 25th? 28th? I mean, how many, how many teams have a, have a less desirable trio than those people, than that, than that team does? So that's a good way of looking at it, I think. And if you do so, I think it puts the Giants in a very unfavorable position. All right, that, that's a good way of looking at it. So we'll see. That's where we wake up this morning as far as that is concerned. This is Greeny, where all guests appear on the Goodyear hotline, making the players that move you forward Goodyear more driven. Next. I'm ready to go right now. Green Light, Green Light. with Greeny. All right, Hembo went a little viral on Twitter yesterday. Hembo, tell everybody how. Well, I posted, Greeny, a tweet in which I just said this. Games 1 through 5 of the World Series have all ended on the East Coast between 11.20 and 12.15. I also mentioned that each of the last 29 World Series games have ended after 11 o'clock Eastern, and 11 of those 29 games have ended after midnight. And I posed the question accordingly. Want to grow the game? Ensure that kids can enjoy your most important moments. So that's what I tweeted. And before we unpack it, I just want to say a couple things. One, I acknowledge that this is not a new problem. You can go back to the 90s and see that World Series games have been ending at about 1130 on the East Coast, but it is a problem nonetheless. And two, you know this better than anyone, but just to say it again, we aren't the show that crushes baseball and no one loves baseball more than I do, but I can love baseball and also wish that it would be better. I can love baseball and wish that it would be a little different. In fact, it's because I love baseball so much that I think this is a really important conversation to be having during the World Series at a time in which a lot of people that live in this area of the country feel this way. And I was sort of surprised, Greeny, by the overwhelming amount of positive reinforcement that I received on this uh, over social media because generally social media does the opposite. But it was evident to me that there is a ton of people, parents and their kids alike, that feel exactly the way that I do. And I think this is, a, you know, this is the time to do it. And I think that we have the platform to be able to send that message. It is an interesting um, question to ask. And so, so here's the other thought. I will just mention this. Friday night, they were playing game, was that two? Three. Game, game three. three was Friday night. I was here with Stephen A. and Michael and Jalen doing NBA Countdown. We went on the air and did our pregame show. 
than the game that we were leading into. I forget who played now, but whatever Atlanta, Charlotte, whoever, whatever the game was, started, and the baseball game started at reasonably similar times. They they began like forty five minutes apart from each other. Mm-hmm. The basketball game ended. We, an entire basketball game was played, and the baseball game was in the fourth inning. <laughs> And an entire basketball game had been played. And that was also the night, by the way. So I start paying attention to this. So now we go into the second game of our doubleheader. We're on what we're calling our West Coast primetime game. And we're in the second game of the doubleheader. And now they're in the fifth inning. And and I'm I'm not able to follow the baseball game because I'm working. Mm -hmm. And I looked up at Michael Wilbon, who is very interested in it, you know. And I said to him, am I reading this right? Did they take the pitcher out with a no-hitter? (laughs) And he's like, yes, they did. So what that tells you is it's not like it was an offensive barrage. (laughs) There were no hits. One of the teams literally had no hits. And the game was in the fifth inning Mm. two hours and 45 minutes after it started. Mm -hmm. And an entire NBA game had been played. Now, let me bring Bubba in on this conversation. And many of you may not know this. But Bubba, long before his now extremely successful career uh, in radio production, was actually a TV programming genius. He is considered to be right there with Brandon Tartikoff and some of the other uh, geniuses who sort of put together sports on television, as we know it. Jim McKay uh, you know, leaned on him in, in fascinating ways, Howard Cosell. And, and so I would ask you, Bubba, with your expertise, understanding that not putting the games on at that time of night would probably cost the owners a little bit of short-term money, Fox, who televises these games, is going to pay a little less if you force them to put them on earlier or sometime, you know, on weekend afternoons. Is it worth it, the trade-off, based upon the audience that you may be losing for your future? What's the right answer to that, Bubba? Well, to me, I think the issue is far more a Major League Baseball fixing the timing issue than it is a start time issue. I think... Clearly, if baseball sped up their games, these games would be ending at a far more appropriate time. So I think a game starting at 8 o'clock isn't inherently necessarily a problem. So from a programming standpoint, I don't think that's bad. Could we maybe sneak in a weekend game? I think that's something they can consider. Sure, I think that would help. But I think, most importantly, they need to speed up the game. And if you're all of a sudden finishing a game in under three hours, if a baseball, a World Series game is ending prior to 11 and not... After midnight, I think that's going to make the world of difference. Well, that, that's a whole other discussion, and it is an appropriate one to be having. These are it is it is either one problem or the other, or both, uh, or neither, depending on how you look at it. And I, I guess the other piece of that that I would say is when I ran for commissioner, which I did run for many mm-hmm. years ago, um, and I was not given nearly the consideration from the owners that I felt I deserved at the time, um, but they chose Rob over me, uh, and but but. One of my planks, uh, you might remember this from the Mike and Mike days, was all postseason baseball games on the weekends will start in daylight. We will start all every game that's played on a weekend. I get it. You can't play a game. There used to be the World Series would start in the middle of the afternoon on a Tuesday. And everyone has these romantic stories about, you know, having a transistor radio listening in school and the teacher letting them out. Mm-hmm. That, that, that's not the world we live in. That, that's not on the list of options. You're not going to start regular um, playoff games during the week. They don't even start regular season games during the week hardly at all mm-hmm. in the afternoon for that reason. But in the postseason, on the weekends, on Saturdays and Sundays, these games are going to be played in the daytime. 
And it's for exactly the reason you just pointed out. Greeny, you know so the, the last, kids could watch them. You know the last year in which there was a World Series game that started before 7 o'clock Eastern? Give me a guess. I, you know, I remember that one year the Phillies and the Rays were playing and these games got rained out and they wound up playing a game like in the middle of the day. But I know that's not what you're talking about. The last time that happened, I'm going to say, are we going back as far as the 80s? It, 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 not in the 90s. So it's the 80s. What, what year was it? 1987. 87. It was, a, it was the Cardinals Twin Series. That was the last time in which Major League Baseball started a World Series game before 7 o'clock on the East Coast. Yeah. Uh, all right. So there you have it. Uh, that, that was, I think that's the Jack Buck. We'll see you tomorrow night uh, World Series. Uh-huh. Um, okay. So there you have it. It's an interesting little topic. I'm going to open up the phones a little later to you and see what you think about it. Hembo, obviously passionate about it, and I enjoy the passion, if nothing else. Uh, coming up next, we, I'm, I'm going to change up what I was planning to do. I'm going to ask the question of the day. And I think it is a good question that everyone will relate to. We've hired four computer folks, uh, uh, software. Greeny, the podcast. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the Launch Your Online Shop stage, to the First Real Life Store stage, all the way to the Did We Just Hit a Million Orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. Reggie White, who's a defensive end for the Green Bay Packers, says that the firebombing of his church in Knoxville, Tennessee this week was the work of racists who may have been trying to hurt him. First there was one fire, then there was another, then there was another. It wasn't just Reggie's church that burnt down. Hundreds of churches burned in the 90s. I think we have a major problem in our country that we don't want to admit, and that has to do with racism. Was this 1996 or 1956? 30 for 30 podcast and Antsgate presents Through the Flames. Listen now wherever you get your podcasts. I am Greeny, presented by Progressive Insurance, cars, homes, boats, motorcycles, RVs, and more at Progressive.com. Some news here. Diana, this is her first day back from maternity leave, and she's busy. She gave us the news (laughs) earlier this morning about Melvin Ingram being traded to the Chiefs, and now Diana Rossini is reporting the Cleveland Browns have no plans on trading Odell Beckham Jr. by today's trade deadline, per sources. I was told there haven't been any offers that would make sense for the organization. So that is the latest from Diana Brown's no plans of trading Odell. Again, the, 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 the second sentence, I was told there haven't been any offers that would make sense, which suggests had there been, they would have considered it. I, she's not saying that. I'm kind of reading into it. Would you read that into that? I would. I, I would have to imagine if there was much interest around the league for him, given how it's not worked there, this would be as good a time as any, but I'm not surprised that there's not because he's not produced. All right, we, we will keep you on top of all of these things as we work our way towards the trade deadline today and the college football playoff selection is tonight. So there's a million things. A World Series could end tonight. A million things going on, but... You ask these questions. Greeny's question of the day. Nuno and Bubba, I want you to hear today's question of the day because Hembo asked it to me during a commercial break a few minutes ago, and I think it is an important question that all people need to come to terms with. So, Hembo, go ahead and tell everybody what it is you asked me. Halloween was two days ago, and so there's a huge basket of candy in our kitchen here at ESPN, and every time I walk by, I've had some because it's just sitting out. There's a ton of it. 
I've to date had 10 Reese's peanut butter cups and I feel sick. So obviously that's a me problem. But the question is, is me eating 10 Reese's peanut butter cups poor form? Like, should I be eating less stuff and letting everyone else eat some more? That is the question. So the question of the day specifically, and I will ask Bubba, because many of you may not know this, but prior to his career in radio production, uh, Bubba actually wrote several books on etiquette. So he has a real understanding. Remember Dear Abby and all mm, that? Excellent. That was actually Bubba. Excellent. People don't know that, but that was, it was actually Bubba who penned, his, his pen name was Dear Abby. Mm. So he would actually answer a lot of these questions because he understands um, etiquette better than anyone. What is the appropriate when there is the large tub of candy that is just out in the office for everyone to take whatever they want to take. What is the appropriate amount, Bubba, for any one person to take? Well, for starters, I'd like to say the bad form is him just continually mispronouncing this candy. Correct. It's Reese's. That's Reese's peanut butter cups. It's not Reese's. It's Reese's peanut butter cups. But that's neither here nor there. So I'd say the answer is this. It honestly depends on how much candy there is and how many people you have in your department. Right Mm. now, for us, in our break room here in Bristol... Yesterday, there was a ton of candy, probably like, I don't know, 60-plus pieces of candy. If it, You should be able to take however much you can take that still leaves plenty for everyone else. If there's 10 pieces of candy and there's only 10 workers, you can only take one because that leaves one for everyone else. Mm-hmm. If there's 100 pieces of candy and there's only six workers, you can take you know well over 10. So it, it, it depends on how much candy there is. There's not a, a hard So there's a ratio. Yeah, you're suggesting that's a ratio. That's complicated. So, so you're saying there's no... Be, you should be able to take as much candy that allows for everyone to feel satisfied. So now, that, now, wait, now we know why he's running the board now. Right. Because mm. writing these type of books didn't work for him. Um, I think it, <laughs> if you walk by, there's no sign. You grab a couple. You come back an hour later. There's still a lot there. You grab a couple more. Like, that's all fine and dandy because no one's eating them anyway. So eat them until you feel sick and then go home and, you know, work out. So this is interesting. So what we have here is a difference of opinion. What Bubba is saying is there's a ratio. Mm. You, can, you can get a general read of how you can ha- have some that will leave a fair amount for everyone else. And Nuno is, and, and perhaps it should be no surprise, is basically yeah, taking – the every man for himself approach, <laughs> yeah. um, which in this case is just take however much you want. And if no one in the next 10 minutes takes a lot of it, you can have more. The point is that people work at all hours of the day, right. particularly exactly. in our place of work. So what you're saying, exactly. it, Nuno, is forget about the people who are coming in overnight tonight to produce the baseball game and all that kind of stuff. To heck with them. You're <laughs> eating all the Snickers. I am saying if it's been there for a while, you the, it, the amount isn't changing except for what you're taking. <laughs> yeah. Keep grabbing some like why <laughs> feel bad about it someone put them there for people to have yeah for <laughs> everyone that's the whole point <laughs> does the sign say that well, that There's is no really, I think well, it's implied. We don't need signage, do we? Well, I mean, I, I guess that Embo, is the question. Keep eating as much as you want, buddy. This is why my books were successful, because <laughs> my my point remains that it makes perfect sense. It is certainly, I can't imagine that it is good etiquette to just take as many as you want and just sort of screwing everybody else, mm-hmm. if you will, in the process, which I think Hembo suggests that you are really... I, a despicable human being that you have eaten all of this candy I clean because out I've had people come over to me and mm-hmm. say things like, you know, I wanted to get some Reese's, but there are none left. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. People t- people said that to you People today? are talking. Oh, yeah. And there's There are whispers. I had 10. I- I'm telling you right now. That's a problem. And there, and there were 12. And there are 600 people that work here. We'll be right back. 
Thanks for listening to Greeny the Podcast. You can listen live each weekday morning at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio and see it with the video on ESPN+. Also catch Greeny on Get Up weekday mornings at 8 on ESPN and also available wherever you get your podcast. That is the only punishment here. Now streaming, FX's Shogun. My master asks, what do you seek here? To vanquish our common enemies. Based on the global bestseller by James Clavell. War is coming. The epic saga of war, passion, and power. Let it come. FX's Shogun, now streaming on Hulu.